What do you mean clearing me? Well, John, I have joined Scientology. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. Maybe, listen, and I mean this honestly, like in a positive way, like maybe it'll be good for your career. I don't know what cachet that Scientology has anymore in the industry. Mm. Um, well, I have nothing else. I have no other card to pull. So, yeah, I'm going full Scientologist. Wow. So what do you, so are you, does that mean like you're no longer Jewish? No, <laughs> don't you ever, God forbid. No, that's me. what I'm saying. No, I'm 100% Jewish. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, um, yes. But just like somebody who might be a Muslim or a Catholic uh, can believe in that fantasy land of Harry Potter. Oh, I, I see. you cosplaying? <laughs> I guess you can call it that. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait a second. You're a Jew cosplaying as a Scientologist? Well, it also- Do you get the- oh, Wait, so does that mean you have to get a costume? Uh, what do you think? Uh, Scientologists dress in costumes? Like, bro, something? I'm just showing you how little I know about Scientology. I never even saw that documentary about Scientology that everybody saw like 12 years ago. Which nobody should. It's very disgusting and derogatory. And you're like, it's fuck that. Fuck that. What's that movie called? Didn't we talk about Scientology one time before? If I have, it was before I was programmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, dude. You know what? I don't want to have to... I don't want to have any problems with these pesky Scientology people. So as long as we're cool, don't sick them on us. I will not do anything of the sort. In fact, Scientologists are the biggest biggest uh, peace bringers in the world. I'm so glad because, you know, the whole time is like I was afraid to get broadsided by like a, like a woke type person who would come out of the woodwork to like destroy me. Right. Yeah. But then I should like, and I and also I was like, but I also got to watch my back if Scientology digs right. any shit up about me. Right. No. Well, wokeism is anti-Scientologianism. Oh, that's the two. You're right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a very, it's a very big anti-Scientological movement. Uh, the woke movement. Should I become a Scientologist? Well, yes, you absolutely should, but you should also, uh, you should also reaffirm your Judaism. Absolutely. I feel like it right now. I'm. I'll be honest. I don't believe in Scientology. I actually think that the Scientologists actually don't believe in it either. Mm-hmm. But right, exactly. That's exactly. Sci- it's that's the secret. Exactly. It's a. It's just a cynical hustle. But it's I a belief in non-belief, yeah. which is contrary to people. That's an evolution. So first, the first time a kid has that belief is like they're in high school and they listen to the Cure, right? And they read The Stranger in 10th grade. Of course. So then it's like, life means nothing. I have to wear, like, dark eye makeup today. What, you is, know? what is this 10th grade you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget? You missed out. Okay, so all I'm saying, and this, is, this goes back to the beginning, you missed out on a lot of things that I was there for. Mm. And this is the big problem, because, because I was there, I was like, oh, that happened. But you consistently say, I was not there for it. Therefore, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Well, the world doesn't exist for the person. That's the one I'm, thing a Scientologist and a Cure fan can meet an correctly on. together. Yes. It's a meeting of the minds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, because like deep down, listen, I'm very Jewish, but I'm also still a Cure fan. Of course, you know what I mean. So, I do believe that life is meaningless. And an Aztec. And an Aztec and a Mayan, and really. A Mayan. Oh, you're a Mayan, more Mayan. Probably I get that goth shit from Mayan more. Oh, probably. I apologize. That's very racist of me to call you Aztec when you're clearly Mayan. Hey, listen, you aimed, you didn't hit the bullseye, but you were like, we're in the inner circle. I sent you that video the other day. Yes, that the, was cool. Of a lady walking up the steps of Chichen Itza. I know. And I was like, 
And then, and then she came back down, and the locals and the people there. What a bunch of pussies! As far as like, you guys call yourself Aztecs, it really. You guys call yourself Aztecs, and you had a clear <laughs> shot. You could at any time tripped her and watched her clunk her head forty-seven times, like turning it into a fucking broken cantaloupe on the steps of that thing, like old school Aztecs. Have they lost the knowledge of projectiles? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what did you guys do? Like smack her in the head when she came down? That's what, what the they fuck did. was that? They grabbed her hair what and, a bunch and of spit pussy. at her. And spit well, I'm going to say, win one for blondes one, Aztecs zero. Honestly, the ancestors wouldn't even have eaten their hearts after that atrocity. Exactly. They were bull- He was bullshit. We should have had, well, again, they, we would have. we would have only done... They're, you know, uh, the virgins. Really. Right. The virgin is special. The virgin is special. Is the virgin special in, like, the culture um, still? Well, it's an airline now. Virgin Air. And they were a megastore. Do you remember that? Yeah, Virgin Megastore, which was like an HMV, right? God bless. God bless the era of the megastore. What's his name who runs Virgin Airlines? Elon Musk. No, the other white guy. The older white guy. Um, Steve Jobs? Oh, fucking that guy's dead. All right, Did you see this again. Wait, hold on a second. I got I know one of them. Um He's got a British a accent. Um Warren Buffett. No, that guy's really old. Okay, so I'm running out of guys that I know. So hold on, let me give you a grab bit. <laughs> There's only like six white guys. Come on. I don't even know who like okay, so I'm like it's like how far are we going back? George Washington? No, obviously not. George Washington is a zombie now, John. All right, so wait, hold on a second. Bill Gates, that's who you're thinking of. That's who it was. It was Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Well, I, why do you think they call it virgin? <laughs> Thank God, man. I knew, you know what, listen. I'm just happy I passed that question because I am I just need to brush up on my history, as you can see. Well, I run out of white people all the time. I've run out of them. I know. I think the problem with me is I can't uh, remember the names. Yeah. It's always like... like um, like William or something. Right. Or like, or in the old days, they had crazy names like Buford. If you meet a guy named William, do you call him Bill automatically? No. No? You call him William? I, I guess I would be more comfortable calling him Bill than Will. Calling somebody Will is almost offensive to me. Will? It's Will Smith. I know. No no wonder he was so uptight. Yeah, I would smack people too. Yeah, if somebody was called you. Well, he called himself Big Willie. He did call himself Bill Big Willie. I, that's the thing. If you call somebody Willie, it's like, what are you, first addressing them by their penis? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's my penis making noises in the background. Yeah, your penis agreeing with us. <laughs> See, I agree. All right, so that, okay, that's settled. In... Um, I'm going to call it gigolo law. I'm going to say that's settled. Gigolo. This is actually really just gigolo. We have to like, it's almost like two gigolo scholars it's meeting gi- after a long time. It's gigolesque. And figuring out like what is almost in a classic Judaism, like debating over what is the truth. Yeah. What is culture now as we speak of it? I know. Um, I think it's like the phone again. Still the phone. So let, let's do a recap. It's been a year since you and I have been together, right? Holy uh, at shit. least on the mic. On well, the mic? no, we had a we had a little uh, jiggle union when we were when prepping we did- for behind the music. Yeah, but I think the last time we actually did something could have been Christmas 2020. No. Yeah, it was right about before New Year's. It was Thanksgiving. Yes. 2020, probably. Yeah. No, or or maybe closer to New Year's because we had when that you, when I fucking got so a, mad at you. We had a fallout. I got so mad at you. That <laughs> night. 
that I decided to stop talking to you for the rest of the pandemic. John was like, I'm going to wait till this pandemic kills everybody off, including Josh. Um, yeah, man, we had a huge, huge fight. Yeah, bro. That's wild. Yeah. I'm like, what was it even about? The pan, like we were just in the pandemic being like, I'm bummed. Well, in, in both of our defenses, I had gone stir crazy living in the house. And by stir crazy, I mean stirring up cocaine and barbiturates. <laughs> and cooking them into crack rocks. Cooking them into crack on, rocks. Like in his living room. And then Kevin was, I was like. was cooking crack cocaine And doing together. it right off the stove, hot. <laughs> just smoking it right out of the pan. And John's uh, pandemic atrocity was that he was locked inside of a garage. With bad internet. <laughs> that's true. That is true. That's I think that's what that drove John mad. It was his poor Wi-Fi. <laughs> it was his bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> wow. John's like, are you picking this up? You're getting this? No. I mean, you fucker. Holy shit. I know. Yeah. But thank God our friendship is uh, stronger. Absolutely, man. The Dr. Fauci. Yeah. I'm, I can't even believe, man. Like, yeah, I totally went nuts. Yeah. I got so mad. Who could blame anybody? Exactly. I mean, we lived through the end of the world. <sighs> Absolutely. It, it was... What the hell else was like that? What a great adventure, really. I, it really was. It was amazing. It, it's almost like when you take, like... You ever take hallucinogens? Yes. And, like, you really lose your shit. And, you're, and, like, in the midst of it, you're like, oh, my God, this was the worst idea ever. And then at the end, you come out of it, you're like, wow, that was a fun... <laughs> Little that's adventure, fair, dude. Yeah, and that's what life is. Because life could get like insane Absolutely. and crazy, and like s stuff that makes you question, like, why would I even want to be here? The point is, you wait until the end, totally. and then you're like, oh, that was worth it. You know? Absolutely. That's what life is. But we survived. We're happy. We're healthy. I think we both look good, man. Like Absolutely, dude. You know, me and you, we came in here like 32. We still look 33, man. We are holding on to the last bits of our youth before the the trajectory into what we know is coming. I double checked. I was like, I got I still got my hair. I was like, John got his hair. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah Honestly, dude. we might be even younger than when we started, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think so. I'm I'm hopeful for it. I, I believe so. You know what I've started to do? You know who's not around anymore? I'm sorry, go ahead. Who? No, who's not around? Samson's not around. I know. Yeah. I feel bad for Samson. Yeah. That's, the only, that's the only thing in my life that's proven to me that time is real. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. When your 21-year-old cat dies, it's like, I guess time really does affect some things. It's either that or he's just a bitch. 21 years for a cat, though? Yeah. It's almost unheard of, Josh. Is it? I think it's one of the most rare things I've ever heard of. Really? I don't think people's pets. My dog, when I was a child, died at 14. Well, and now that's huge. They got a dog after that, and it's almost 14 now, and it's on its last legs. And it's really tragic to see this other animal who I loved its whole life like get toward its later years. Right. Yeah, so for sure. like I think that having a 21-year-old cat is... You know, you that you know, you never. I guess yeah, we all knew that you know Samson was going to die, but like you never started feeling that for a number of years, just like life, life, life. Well, you know. So when 
the, the last time we were doing live shows from this apartment, he was still pretty in decent health. He never looked like sickly, right? He was just like an old cat. Old cat laying on the couch. Laying on the couch. Mind his own business. But he got like super sick. He got like really sick. Honestly, I think he might have got COVID. Wow. Yeah. I think he may have gotten COVID. And his head got inflamed. And I started taking him to the vet. And they started charging me, John. I was paying like $160 every two weeks. To like pump him up with steroids and like uh, I don't know whatever else they were giving him. But was they were it just, working and shit? I mean, he stayed alive, so yeah, I was like, yeah. it, "It's working." And uh, I kept doing it, and I was like, "I don't know if I could pay five hundred dollars a month to keep this cat alive," but I was willing to do it. But then he got like super duper sick; like he became like on death's bed. And then right around the same time, I met my now wife. And you were like, fuck this cat. Well, I'm getting married. Well, the thing was, she told me right away, she's like, I hate cats. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought her into the house. And, you know, Samson was a beautiful cat. And he won her over. But she still, like, wasn't super hot on cats. But for some reason, I think having her energy around, it brought him back to life. Because oh, wow. he was on, like... The Verge. Uh, I'm sorry, that's that's uh, Sammy. Th that's my uh, my. Wait, this dog's name is Sammy. This is Sammy. <laughs> Sammy is my dog too. Yeah, that's this is that's my dog. Awesome. Well, you want to want to know why I named her Sammy? Why? I named her Sammy Sosa. Can you guess why, John? Was is that name significant? Do you know who Sammy Sosa is? It sounds familiar. Sammy Sosa is. Uh, the leader of the most home runs in... Uh, oh, he's like a, a caveman or something? No, <laughs> Nat, he's a, he was a Dominican guy, National League Baseball. It was him versus Mark McGuire. You don't remember? It was the, for the home run. In the ancient times? but in the, in the mid to late 90s. Oh, okay. So it's like baseball. Yes. Yes. So Sammy Sosa was a Dominican baseball player who hit the most home runs because he was chock full of steroids. And then... And that but point... Pause a second. So that reminds you of your dog? I'll explain to you why. I don't know why I'm saying this on record. But he, uh, Sammy Sosa was a, a dark-skinned Dominican guy. Okay. But Sammy Sosa, after he had won the celebrity oh, yes. and retired from I heard that baseball. he was, I, what I have heard that he was cooking crack cocaine rock in a pan and that it it went on his skin and it bleached his skin, his skin white. That might be his excuse. But, yeah, but it, that's what happened to him. He bleached himself white. Right, and now I understand the joke. So now, you see, listener, you see, dear <laughs> listener, Sammy the dog is of a pristine white coat, and just as Sammy Sosa's skin was also, I guess, boiled off to just be like a sheet of well, paper white. Right? Yeah, it's a cream. They they do that. They do that in uh, some of the. Darker skin countries? <laughs> Am I going to jail for saying darker <laughs> no, skin? I don't think so. Yeah. I think we're talking about Sammy Sosa, who went, yeah. went himself went through a transformation. Yeah, you're, well, you're he's trans. Yeah, so he's am I trans, attacking trans? Trans skin. No, that's trans different. Skin is, I think is it okay transdermal. To it's transdermal. It's transdermals. Yeah. Transnormal is are a you different a thing. <laughs> transnormal. Do you, are you into Garfield? Of course, yeah. So you, I have so a Garfield then, of course, So then, of course, you know the character Nermal. Garfield's which one was nemesis. Normal? Which one was that? Garfield's nemesis. Yeah, which one was normal? Normal. Was a dog? Is a gray cat. 
It was who's oh, like a yeah. real do-gooder cat. Yeah. You know what I like about Garfield? Yeah. Garfield's like when he me- like his character is like fuck all this shit. Like fuck let's be, doing let's be work. A, let's be a fat pig. Yeah. Yeah, I love that about him, man. <laughs> so like the bad guy in his show is a guy who does the right thing. Right. Normal's just a normal normal loser. I could see you as Garfield's father. I wish. I wish I what could was, What was the dad's name again? John Arbuckle. Almost like John Caps. Was it really John Arbuckle? John Caps Buckle. You know a lot about Garfield, man. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a PhD in, in Garfieldology. Garfield? Yeah. Yeah. And then Odie was the, the, dog. the retarded dog. Retarded dog. Which, exactly. Which really presents the three archetypes of humanity. Right. There's the cynic. Okay. The retard. <laughs> okay. And then <laughs> the asshole. <laughs> Sounds like the low-end gigolos. Yes. yes. Some call it the Holy Trinity. Holy shit. Is that really? Yeah. That's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost wow. in church child rapist terms. Wow. That's, yeah. it's, it's interesting you say that because I was Googling about Christians. Scientology. No, Christianity tonight. Yes. To see if they- To, if, to check in on the enemy? Well, you know, I like to argue with uh, non-Jews sometimes yeah. about- Sometimes my- feels that way. Just talking with other people. Well, since they're always on the attack for me, sometimes yeah. you got to go on the offense because the best oh, defense hell yeah, is the dude. offense. It's one of the reasons I love being mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest joys. Of, you don't understand what a curse I live with. Of course. My, the, my, the happiest I am is when I'm mercilessly tearing someone to shreds for no reason. But people don't tend to like that. You know what? Those people are haters, John. <laughs> That's true. You're right. They're the haters. <laughs> Don't be hating, bro. Like, exactly. Take your abuse like a good... Like a good Samaritan. Exactly. Man. Like a good Christian. Um, yeah, no. I uh, I don't know why I came upon this, but I decided to Google, do Christians believe in monotheism? And then if so, what about the Trinity? Oh, Yeah. yeah. You know, it's weird. It's like, I don't understand what it would be like to be born into all that. Right. Like, I mean, can you imagine not being a Jew? Yeah. You can? Yeah, I wasn't raised religious at all. I wasn't wasn't raised Jewish, really. Well, I wasn't really either, but just the idea that you were, that some, something else would be the, like, I don't know, some type of computer hardware that's in your head. Like the indoctrination? Yeah. I mean, I think like. The thing is, you could program a human to do any listen to anything, any type I of I know, bullshit. but it's like more work the second and third times around. What once people mean? are like within their pattern, once people are like living within the pattern of what they are, right. it's very difficult to like break that pattern. Old people have heart attacks when they end of life totally right. change their right. whole life around, right. Right. and they've been living in a pattern for like 40 years. The shock absolutely destroys their like, in you know? That's why when pe- when like old people retire, they fucking die. Yeah, like you're supposed. That's so the so pattern. Ridiculous. So yeah, so like the pattern, like I think of that as like kind of like your programming in a way. You know what I mean? Do you have a pattern in your life? I think unfortunately I do. Yeah, what's your pattern? Of uh, like uh, being like negative, like negative self talk. I am most brutal to myself and i and it's a neg it's a thing that's like does not help me in my life but but, it's a but that's pattern. not a pattern that's more of an aspect of a line so like 
there has to be some positive talk in there somewhere. There has to be some buildup somewhere. There has to be something that's like, hey, you're doing pretty good. And then this thing that just like, I'm going to shoot myself down. Mm. So do you see that pattern? Do you see where it comes from? Is it only when you achieve something or you feel like you achieved something that you feel validated? Yeah, dude. I mean, I feel like the, and I talk about it on this show a bunch that like I got addicted to the high of Instagram and I feel like that was oh, with grading psychologically animals. bad for me. Like, and it's very negative and it's like to get myself out of that need was a, like a weird thing. And it's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm not like making so much content. Like, <laughs> I'm the sorry. idea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The your dick doesn't agree. Your dick is like, I, on, on this point, <laughs> My I veto that. Please go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so no, you're, yeah. you're stuck in the pattern. I, I was. I'm not anymore because you, I haven't been making. I haven't been addicted to creating Instagram. and getting your likes yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. How bad did it get for you? I mean, uh, I feel like you. The thing is, is that you like you. If you make things creatively, right? If you make like, let's say we made, we made a podcast together. There was a lot of love in that creation. Like, it's right, fun. It's right. part of your life. It was right. part of our livelihoods, hangouts. It's life-affirming. Right. Um, the, the thing about it was, like, you have that, that you make that creative thing. And I felt that way about making Grading Animals in the beginning, like, creating the show. It was like, I was on this creative journey, and I was, like, riffing out and, like, coming up with ideas and shit. And then, like, you take that, like, wonderful thing, and then you cash it in for a receipt of 400 likes and then you can never feel as good as you did creating the thing until you have filled this weird cup. You of, need the validation. And it like, it's weird. Like in the middle of grading animals, like when it was like doing really good, I was like, I feel like this weird. And I even like, if you saw the latest, the later, the later episodes, the last two episodes of grading animals, right. I even address it in the show. Like I have, Caps, the cameraman, talked to Caps. I love on it. Stage. I love that you did. I didn't. I don't. I didn't see it, but I love yeah. that you did that because that's on. You're an honest dude. You know. Thank you. Dude. You're like you're creating something <clears throat> in a world of it's. Uh, it's very face. It's very fake. You know, everyone's doing it for a specific reason. You are admitting, like, hey, I'm doing this for this. Yeah. And this is what it does for me, and. That's vulnerability. Like most people aren't willing to expose that part of themselves. Cool. Well, yeah. So you did that and everybody left. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I actually, listen, the, uh, people have hung on for grading animals. I, but I haven't been making, I tried to, I shot another episode. Right. And I haven't even released it because I'm like. Because then I, you feel like you need to do another episode after that. Yeah. But is that also, what it is? But also I'm like, my heart is not in that same place. Like, right. it's like, what I, if I'm going to do something and really put my energy into it, I have to feel excited about it. Of you course, know? of course. You know what I have started doing, though, recently? What's that? I have started playing guitar again just for the fun of it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, I love to hear that shit, man. You making any new music, or you're just I've trying just to figure been, out how to play again? No, I've been doing covers. I've been doing covers of songs. And you I'm recording just, it? No, just get it. Like, what I want to be able to do is go to a place where everyone knows the cover. Okay. And so, like, I'm remembering, I'm playing a cover and I'm remembering how good that cover makes me feel. Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm doing it great. I'm like, let's sing along to our favorite song. Right. So, I want so you're doing karaoke. 
Kind of. I mean, <laughs> karaoke to myself. Yeah. Right. And I want, like, I want to be in a like. If I'm gonna do, if I would even play that, I would right. want everybody in the room to being like, oh, I want to also sing along with that song in my head to my with my friends. Like maybe my friends have like an ironic sing along about it or like whatever. And just having all these people like having their own experiences about like a like a a, a rocking performance of a cover. So you wanna you wanna sing it that inspires other people to sing along. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if we if we break so it anyway, down, like, if we break it down in a very very gay way. Well, the question is this: Can I join your band? Yes. <laughs> you want to join my band? Hell yes, yes dude! I You're do. in, dude. Yes, I do. We can take this shit over. My nose is stuffed tonight, but I can sing, John. Typically, normally. No, listen, because the thing is, you know what you're gonna be? What's that? You're gonna be what's called the ringer. What's the ring? What's the ringer? So, I'm gonna be playing a show. Okay. You just happened to show up at the show, and I'm gonna play this cover. But you're gonna like look for people to like sing along with, like at the bar, and like, yeah, let's rock out to this song. And then it'll inspire other people who are on the fence about singing in a place start to be like. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to fucking let this dude fucking hog all the out loud singing right now. Man, John, that was the most polite way to say, no, you can't sing no. in my band. <laughs> you piece of shit. I don't want to sing at the bar. No. I want to sing on the stage, bro. I will murder no. you. And no, what's going to happen is I invite you on stage. Oh. And then we, then See, it's I like, was oh, waiting for all that. of a sudden, right. this guy out of the crowd became part of the band. Like the guy who became the lead singer of Journey. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know that story? I never heard it. <laughs> you gotta know that. I'm pretty sure. All right, so Journey have Don't Stop Believing, right? Yes, that's, that's and a million other yes. big songs. Not a million, but like but at least most 10. of most of the songs they have are. What do you call? Whatever that song is, I forgot it just now. What is that song I just said? Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. That's most of their songs. That's the most popular song. Yeah. But they have a. They, Having a popular just a small time girl. Fucking rules, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a great. I mean, that's and that's what they killed Tony Soprano too. You know that, right? Yes. That so was, like, that was awesome. That makes it the, that brought it back to like the world of. That's the classic of classics. But the the story with Journey is, Steve Perry, I think that was his name, the lead singer. He ventured off on his own, and they wanted to continue touring. And he's like, "Fuck you guys! I got my own songs." Because he does, he has his own hit songs, and he's like, "I'm not gonna sing. I got. I'll do it on my yeah. own." So there was a, I think he was from the Philippines. It has oh, to be the Philippines. Yeah. So heard, the I fucking guy, he started recording, they started getting videos. Of like He would just sing like in like resorts and stuff, and people were recording him, and they were like, this guy's fucking amazing. He sounds just like Steve Perry. Yeah. And they ended up hearing all these videos that they saw on the, this is like one of the, the great things that came out of the digital revolution that we grew up with, mm -hmm. with YouTube and stuff, because if it wasn't for the internet, this guy in the middle yeah. of fucking nowhere in the Thailand or the Philippines, they would have never heard about it. But it started becoming so popular hearing him cover his songs that they were like, let's fucking see if he can take over his lead. And they gave him the fucking lead in the band. And they tore as Journey with him as the I lead did. Singer. I actually have heard this guy sing. I didn't know that's how he got the job, though. Yeah. That's like, it, imagine you could just do that with any job. Like you could just start auditioning for a job you want. Well, I was thinking about. I actually wrote. I, I kind of wrote a concept to a joke about this because I was like, when you start doing stand up comedy, 
Yeah. <clears throat> you basically just go and do stand-up comedy, and you're a fucking retard. I was like, could you imagine you do that with any other job? Yes. Can you imagine being a heart surgeon? Like, just start. It's my first time. I'm going to give this a shot. <laughs> give this a shot right now. That is cool. Like, operation open nights. <laughs> you know? <laughs> open mic nights for operations. There's just a bunch of people laying down, waiting to go up. They pick a, they pick, they put their name in the hat, and somebody gets cold, and they lay down, and a doctor operates on them. Right, next guy on the stage, Dr. Moskowitz. Uh, he's got uh, Alzheimer's, but uh, he's going to give this and a shot. They, and they're, they're like, can we get a suggestion? Work on his appendix. <laughs> we heard appendix. <laughs> Don't kill him. All right, we got it. We got. It. They just start cutting into him like a fucking food. Man, surgery. You know, I'm uh, married now. To- <laughs> I, I was thinking about Adam Morris. I was like, yeah, he he's he's gone. You know, it's he, so crazy. Yeah, he, he really. And I, I, I ran into uh, Colin Sick the other day. How's he doing? I ran into him, I think, four months ago, which was like, it was super awkward, man. And then I ran into him again about a month ago, but I, I was having a really bad day. And I was with my, I was with my dog. I was with Sammy. And you know how he lives in his own world? He had like headphones on. Yeah, yeah. And he was just walking down the block and he was like, huh. Cute dog, and he just like kept walking, and I was like, I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna. Oh, stop. so you completely? He completely passed. walked. Okay. Yeah, he just he walked like right by me and looked at my dog, and he was like, "Huh, cute dog," and remarked on it, and just and kept yeah. walking, and I was like, I don't want to fucking. Right. I'm not gonna stop him now and try to say hello. Okay, so but so, and because I had done that a few months ago, and it was super awkward. Oh right, right. Yeah. Damn, he was an early he was an early gigolo casualty. Yeah. I, wow. I found I actually have on my cell phone the recording of when we fired him. Wow. <laughs> I really- Damn. I honestly I gotta say, the gigolos run was one of the most incredible things of all time. Uh, it was. Like from Piggy all the way from the beginning of it all the way through. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. The story of it is incredible. And it, it died with the pandemic, man. Which makes it like very yeah. poignant, you know? Something's got killed by for sure. COVID. For sure, I know, I know. Mostly old people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly old people. I I actually just recently got COVID, you know? Did you? Yeah. How many times have you had it? Just once. Uh, you're boosted and everything? Um, I'm not boosted on the last one. Get the fuck out of my apartment. For real? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. This is this is what's called payback. <laughs> no, I I'm I'm not vaxxed. You're yeah. All right. Well, I didn't get sick from you last time, so Oh no, I'm very sick, John. Oh, you totally you're like I've been dying for several months now. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, there's my wife. Can we introduce your wife? Of course, on the show? yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she won't mind. Hey, baby. Hi. Welcome Hi, home. How are you, babe? Good. I was just telling John that I'm giving him viruses. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doctor. You, you, you have COVID. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about, but it's all right. <laughs> baby, you want the mic? Want to say hello? Um, uh, just say hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Wow. Well. That was a, Thanks so much for saying hi, though. <laughs> I was afraid of a disappointment over there. You all right? Yeah. Okay, I love you. 
Yeah. See, see, John, gigolos yeah, yeah. could be in love. It's as well. it's great. I know. Josh is ma- is married. Are you officially <coughs> married yet? We're, we got legally married after the. Uh, oh, that's right. The yeah. Engagement Kevin party. went to. Uh, yeah, he was my witness. he was my witness. <laughs> and they were like, "Sir, we don't even have knowledge of your birth." <laughs> yeah. So we had Sammy swear. <laughs> yeah, his, paw, his paw print is on the document. Sammy, they're like, this dog is microchipped. Kevin, sir, you have no birth certificate. Yeah. You actually have to come with us. You have to, and then he ran out. He, he barely got out of there without being taken to iron. By the skin of his teeth. I'm getting classic. I'm getting yeah. classic it's, it's, gigolo. It's, um, what, what is this going on, by the way? So I've been doing a podcast ever since I stopped doing Grading Animals. How long ago was that? 57 weeks ago. So over a year ago. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't realize you stopped that long ago. Isn't it crazy? I mean, I just was going for so long, and it's like... What's the name of this podcast? Uh, the World According to J-Caps. That used to be the name of my podcast. The World According to Jake Caps? <laughs> oh, right, because you came up with it. You came up with I it first, I right? actually was like, you know what? I'd like to start a podcast called The World According to Jake And Caps. I just want to formally acknowledge that Jake Caps meaning Joshua kills all pussy. And yes! Jonathan went and stole that from he me. Did. He did. I'll be I'm going to actually come clean. Jake Caps is completely stolen from Josh Pallet. Let that be known. Grading Animals was completely my idea. John's totally my idea. Everything of it, completely. John's but name is not even Catlin. <laughs> but Caps, the identity, the, the character, this like sort of like alternative wannabe, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's thing. my life. That's your. It's my life. <laughs> I used to be the years from eleven to twelve of your life. <laughs> your emo years. Well, that was the only time I weighed as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Right, exactly. <laughs> then it's just an exponential curve. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I went to the doctor with my mother when I was 12. And hold and on, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what happened. The doctor looked at you, and he was like, There's something seems to be wrong. It was a here. woman. It was terrible. Right. And she unbuttoned your two top buttons. <laughs> okay. And your whole entire huge fat stomach just popped out, and you were like 400 pounds no, long. It wasn't that big at that age. But I was way fatter than I should have been, and she pulled out like this medical chart of like how tall and the age and what size and how heavy you should be. <laughs> and, and it went. And I and looked, the chart went all the way down to elephant, and she was like, "This is <laughs> you. You look like you fat piece of shit." This isn't grading animals. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "It looked like a Tesla chart. I looked like I was to the moon." And uh, I, I remember saying that was. This woman is incorrect, Mom. Let's go home and feed me well now. Hell yeah, dude. And so you ate her. Ate the doctor? You actually ate her pussy. No, of course. <laughs> no. I was only... Why would you do that? Why, <laughs> why would you even think... Why would that be even thought of? I was only like 11 years old at the time. <laughs> but she was also the same doctor who uh, stuck a finger with scotch tape in my butthole uh-huh. because I had pinworm. Pinworm. So yeah. you've always been a gross, disgusting. <laughs> Can I ask That's you a question? <laughs> is there a reason you've become much more volatile towards me since my wife has walked in? You know, that's my programming. I only know 
when there is a third party, I have to somehow cut the party in half at one direct at one. You're only going to make her hate you, and that's just going right. to make her kill you. You're right. I'm also sometimes, and this is this is my bad. I'm still always trying to be funny somehow, which is ultimately but you are a always lost, funny. It's a, it's that's a, the problem. That's the problem, John. You are intrinsically hilarious. There's no need to want to try to be funny. I yeah. think I need to teach myself that as well, but you just are hilarious. And anytime like when somebody already is something, it's like it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> So your dick agrees. So your dick is emphatically yes, that absolutely what he said. It's like slamming on the gas when you're already at maximum revolution. You don't need to do it. Yeah. You're just going to break buddy. the engine. Bro. That's what I got to learn, man. That's, I mean, honestly, like, I, I couldn't keep pushing myself with it as hard as I was. And, like, not, I'm kind of like, also, I got that job. Yeah. Pandemic was insane. It just right. was insane right. for everybody. Well, because there was so much uncertainty. Yeah. I know that was a big fucking deal for you. You're like, what the fuck? How am I going to fuck it? I listen. It's. Also, like I was kind of like not. detoxing from that last job I had. Yeah, listen, I didn't want to work at all. I was like, I, that working. was a good job, man. They didn't come back and like, hey, John, you want to come back? They did. They did. They did, and you didn't go out of fucking spite. You're such a dick. Did they offer you more money? No, really, less. No, it wasn't like a formal. It wasn't like a formal ask. They during the furlough period, right? I kind of had time to like make my case. Okay. And they were like, all right, like, you want to do something, want to do whatever? And I was just like, oh, they wanted you to plead for your job. <laughs> they wanted me to like make your see case. If I was going to like go, like, so they were like, all right, the minute shit opens up, like, do you think you, you want to be, be back on the, on the team? Yeah. And I was just like, I'll get back to you. I like, whatever. I'm like, I didn't, I was so like hating the way that. they fucking treated I just didn't you. even want to ever do that again. Like, I felt like I'd wasted my life at an office. I, right. I had wasted my best years at an office. Right. Honestly, it wasn't that that bad of a job. It was a great. Those ah, were great you years. Like that. that those were great. Fun, Traveling man. all over the world. It was. It was great. I mean, it was fun for you, bro. I'm so glad I got <coughs> to do it. It was awesome. Listen, you busted your ass too, though, for them. You know. You know, uh, like Carol thinks, like I wouldn't have been as like productive as I was if I didn't have like. My own wanting to get wanting to not be identified by my job, so I, like I worked really hard to like be like I'm not just this, you know. Right, right. It pushed you. That's yeah. what it does when you're when you're forced to do something that's not your priority, that's not your chosen priority. Yeah, it it makes you value the time you have to pursue the shit that you really care about. What do you think about this? <clears throat> do you and this is actually do you think that you have more or less energy toward the things you want to do currently? Yes. Well, currently I'm getting married. I've been getting married for eight months. Yes. That was the two months prior to me engaging, getting engaged. Mm -hmm. And then it was the following six months of preparing for our engagement party, our civil wedding, and then now what I'm leaving to in a couple of weeks, uh, my wedding in Honduras. So the truth of the matter is I'm very detached. I, I, you know, I stopped doing Mac Almanac about eight months ago. I've been dying. You know, I've been doing like other stuff. You know, I'm still doing stand-up comedy and I'm still doing other people's podcasts. I'm still acting. I did a few acting jobs that came out really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, no, hyper-focused. <clears throat> my focus right now is on 
completing my my marriage obligations and my plan is hitting January with the fucking rubber hitting the road. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's my plan. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> We're finally going to take the the room that was supposed to be for Kevin with the green wall behind it and make it an actual studio. So, Oh, yeah. in, in-house. In-house. That's great. Yeah. Right, baby? Hell yeah, dude. Well, I was actually thinking of it. While you were telling me that story, I was actually just like mulling things over in my head. And I actually think that you can be part of my band. <laughs> Is that right? Why? Because I have a green screen? Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that I was actually had it all wrong in my head before. And <laughs> That's what I needed some seltzer. Right, some yeah, you need some heart. Yeah, I, I, I saw you starting to get. Uh, my whole mouth had puckered up and started to like. You started getting Mr. Like Ed. He started getting Mr. Ed. Yeah. That's happened to me before. You know what happened? I ate this chocolate that you gave me. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. This thing's not made of water. Oh. <laughs> so, well, you're supposed to create saliva. I'm like, what Ex- happened here? I thought I was going to chew into it and all this water would be inside of it. And it would be so quenching. John doesn't understand he needs to drink actual liquids and eat foods during his life. That's one thing. I feel like he this, thinks this he's thing, a plant. <laughs> this and this alone have really held me back in life. Has it? I think so. Good, man. That makes me happy and proud to be your friend. <laughs> so have you written any new music? I haven't written any new music, but I have been playing guitar better. Roten is not a word, is it? Is it <laughs> I said Roten. Did I say Roten? I said Roten. Yes. I said, have you written? I know. Have you I, written? Any? I think wrote is also a word, though. <laughs> it is, but only in like South United States. <laughs> only on this. Block. Did you did you write anything? Oh, my own music? No, yeah, I think no. writing your own music is corny. Have you played any of your old stuff? I did play my song, a cram song, just did to remember, you? just you to see Aquarium? if I remember it. Okay. And um, did you? I did. How do you forget your own song? No, actually, I've written songs that I've forgotten, but like that was like, I don't know, like my, you could say, um, don't stop believing. Okay. You know. Does you, it makes you nostalgic? Not really. I don't know. It seems so long ago, the um, being in a band. Like, yeah. do you think back, do you think of yourself as at 21, at 2021, do you think like, oh yeah, I can like immediately go back there in my head? Or do you feel like, that's a wor- that's a completely different me ago. I was a at this point, John, that's a two thirds of our life ago. Yeah. No. Wait, we're not that old. <laughs> that's half our life ago. <clears throat> no, of course I can't. You know, I was a fucking I was when I was twenty one years old, I was working as a con artist on Wall Street. You know, I could yeah. never even imagine that lifestyle. Like, you know, we used to waste a lot of time just being idiots and actually you know what i'm still living that lifestyle the pattern you can't break the pattern (laughs) fucking nothing has changed that's a bad sign man Mm. that's not a good sign i need to work on myself when i get back in in january january hit the rubber rubber hits the road rubber hits the road in january that's a good that's like your your campaign slogan i was trying to understand that i think the reason i said that is because i heard it said the other day in something it does sound good when the that's when the rubber hits the road. You know what that reminds me of? Shovel ready. And you know what something? When the rubber hits the road in January, all your projects will be shovel, shovel ready. ready. Yeah. I've never heard shovel ready before. Shovel ready is one of those things too. 
I, shovel ready, I can understand. That means like we're ready to like start the project. Yeah, ground is ready to be broken. Right. They're gonna break ground. Right. Right. Also, right. break ground is also one of those things. Right. Right. Let's break ground. Also, you know what you need? You what? need a big ribbon and a gigantic scissors. <laughs> and on on January first, you just have to like get a bunch of people with scissors and then cut a ribbon and be like, "We're going. It's go." And well, like confetti has to fall down. I get back to New York City, I think, on January 2nd. So you can welcome me in LaGuardia Airport right. with a giant rubber cutting ceremony. <laughs> that would you have to do it <laughs> on January 1st. Otherwise <coughs> Otherwise it's it's same old yeah, then shitty you lifestyle. Really do it. You didn't yeah. really do it. <coughs> no, I'm serious, man. No, like I, I I really I really want to get like uh, super hyper focused on everything. But you know, like you have Life is seasonal, you know, you go through, you, you can never force yourself to, to feel so crazy about one spot in your life thinking I should be in that part of my life or I should be doing that because that's what fucks your life up. And it happens Absolutely. a lot. And that happens to all of us. You know, you're like, oh, I should be already this successful or I should already be married or I should yeah. already have kids. And when you live in that, you immediately destroy your current situation and your current future. My current situation is beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. And it's only going to be one small aspect of my life. So like I'm living in it. I'm loving it. I'm preparing for the future and preparing to like do bigger and greater things that I want to do. But I'm not going to negate this part of my life and be like, oh, fuck, whoa, I wish I was doing something else, which I've done in so many other parts of my life. And then now, looking back in hindsight, you you know, I'm sure it's with you, you look back on those parts of your life where you were probably concerned about some other bullshit, and in those parts of your life, you're like, oh, I wish I was here and there. And now at this point, you're like, wow, bro, that was great, that part of my life. Yes, like, absolutely. I really lived an awesome little time in my life. And it's just every every portion of my life that I look back on, you know, longing to those parts of my life. I was just as in turmoil. Absolutely. Just yeah. as tumultuous, if not more. Yeah. Than now. And then like you, I think like real elevation of conscience is when you finally like live in life and realize this is your life and like this yeah. is the most important and this is the most fun and, and just enjoy the fuck out of it, you know? Dude, you know, one like, I guess like positive like mental shift I've had about like I actually enjoy my job now and in the way that you're saying like when I was working at that other job, I was not, I was like, just like you're saying, like my head was somewhere else. Right. This time, or like at this place, at least for the way it, the way it has been for the last almost a year, been like like I'm I'm present in the in the I'm present and having fun in the day, you know? You're happy. Yeah. You're happy. You're, you I mean, listen, like everything you could do in life is stupid. You know what? Like even if you're standing on a stage and there's a hundred thousand people there, even that's just fucking stupid. Like ev unless you're saving someone's life or giving birth to a baby, <coughs> everything in between is stupid. So like unless we're doing either of those two things, like Let's just enjoy the stupidity of wherever the hell we landed. Yeah. You know, like, let's just fucking try to find humor and beauty and love and laughter in that stuff. Exactly. And I find that shit all the time. Man. Like me and uh, my beautiful wife, we went 
to a uh, Friendsgiving the other day at a younger comedian friend of mine, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, these are comics who are half my age. Yeah. And you know how, like, 20-year-olds live? Yeah. There's, like, like, one light, you know? And, like, they, like they yeah. burned the turkey. And, dude, I was just cracking up laughing the whole night because it was just so silly and funny and stupid. And I brought her, and she's much younger than me. You know, she's 30 years old. But, like, even for her, like, she's a doctor. Yeah, She's exactly. an adult at yeah. this point, you know? Like, but she saw it, and, like, we looked at each other, but, like, we didn't look at the situation, like, with our nose up. We were like, this is beautiful yeah. and cute and sweet and nice. And, like, the crazy thing is when I was at that age, I probably wouldn't – I would have taken that night for granted. But, yes. like, being older, I saw it, and I was like, I'm taking this for the beauty and the beauty exactly. of it. And then we had to get home from the middle of the hood in Brooklyn on the subway. And I was, you know what I do, John, is I have to protect my wife, obviously. And I have, you know, different methods of doing yeah. that. You have Krav Magra. Which well, is no, one, one I'm not talking them. about physically fighting, but there's, you you, there's preemptive things you could do to defend yourself. Yes. So, like, if I'm by myself, I just look crazy and scary, yeah. I'll which just, is enough. Yeah. But when you have, like, a hot beautiful yeah, you girl use, next to you. You can't use the normal tactics of actually shitting <laughs> no. yourself to like create a barrier between <laughs> no. you and the attacker. <laughs> no, then I, I have to pretend like I'm a pimp. <clears throat> no, but then I was like, then I started pretending to be a, a cop because we're coming over on the, on the fucking subway train from Brooklyn to Queens at like one in the morning, you know, on a Saturday night. <laughs> but, you know, I'm intoxicated and we're on the train and, you know, me, I'm talking to my sleeve. I'm going 133 and four. I got to And she's cracking up laughing at me. I'm like, you're fucking blowing our cover right now. She's like, you don't look like a cop. I'm like, 143, my partner's gone rogue. This, guy, this guy's literally just talking into his phone like he's Dick Tracy. <laughs> I really was. I really was. I was talking into my fucking sleeve. Uh, looks like uh, looks like the mug is in the is in this car. Bro, listen. I survived in New York City for 40 years. And that's and I've been on a million subway trains. I, I listen. I'm not not doesn't mean that I won't get murdered. Yes, tomorrow. But and I that's how you survive when you're in this. When you're on the subway. You have to act like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, you got to act a little crazy, like because you know I do stand up in the city. So and sometimes she'll come to watch a yeah. show, and we end up on the subway one thirty two in the morning. You got to act a little fucking nuts. Mm. Like it's it's the law of the jungle. Hell you yeah. Know? Like. Crazy only respects crazy. Mm. They're like, oh, yeah. I'll move on to non-crazy. That's the, actually the theme song. That's the theme song to Key and Peele. Crazy only respects. <laughs> is crazy. It's like is the lyrics it? of it? Yeah. Did you see uh, the that movie? The nope. Key and Peele the, movie. The nope. The nope. I didn't see that. I didn't see that yet. But Key and Peele, I I saw some old episodes and I was like, man, the show's fucking good though. Oh, I love Key it. and Peele was great. I I haven't seen anything past <laughs> season two or three. I love that shit, there man. A, there man. was a thing where the two, there was two like two black kids who are friends. One black kid who was like the only black friend of like the white kids right and then another black <coughs> kid shows up and they're like having a turf war it's a very crazy one <laughs> I gotta, like, he's like singing the one one black kid singing in glee club with like the bunch okay. of white, super white kids and then the other guy starts doing like like a beat and like all the other kids see him and like move over and then he's like i'll fucking kill you it was amazing it was an amazing sketch and i was like this show is incredible that oh they were they were fighting for the populace 
Yeah, um, so like, like they were the cool white kid versus the cool black kid, basically. Yeah. No, the cool black kid versus the other cool black kid for control of the white audience. Oh, oh, and he was winning them over by doing. So, like, one kid was in with these teens, right? And the other kid, Key, and obviously Peel shows up and right. he's like stealing them. Okay. And then he's like, and then they get it. It's just, but the thing is, like, when they were. This is called the Key and Peel episode recap podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, we can move on. That is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, but check out Key and Peel. Yeah, so we're, we're big fans. They're a really good show. They were on in the middle middle of the 2015s. How's Mars doing? Doing good. I'm actually going there this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. What's new with her? Uh, you know, I mean, listen. There's like mares and caps. Like, did you know we had like we wrote our script, right? And then it's like we have no money to produce it. You wrote another script. No, like with the one that we had worked on. Okay, for the pitch we were, pilot. That we did the pilot. Right. We did the pilot. So you have a script. The whole the whole show. How we many episodes? Eight. Eight episodes. It's awesome. It's like we wrote it. We're okay. proud of it. And of course, we have no be. way of producing it possibly, okay. you know? When it, it'll come in time. Yeah. So like it but it does feel like the end of a road. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like we're not like working on anything new. Okay. And it's just like, oh, we put a lot of work. We have this it, and thing. And it's like we did it. And right. It's not like we're doing shows or anything like that. It's like a baby that just has a stillborn. Yeah. It, no, it's not stillborn because <laughs> it's not dead. No, but I mean, no, it's, it's just like... stuck in the vaginal canal. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> it's stuck in both mares and my <laughs> vaginal canal. Could you imagine that happened to an actual baby? Where the, and it just the lives just there grew. for like years and years and but years. But it grows. The baby just grows. Like a human. <laughs> that's a good. That's a cool movie. The human. <laughs> the hu- the Human Kangaroo by Wes Craven. Actually, by Caps Craven and Joshua Carpenter. Carpenter wits. He's Jewish. And it's a woman with a full-grown man. Inside of inside her pussy. Inside of her <laughs> And, like, it's grown to be a pouch, so she's hot up top. She's hot up top, but she's always seen sitting at big tables. And she always meets her date at a at table. At a big table. And so she lures, Well, she owns a dining hall. She lures men in, and they have these great conversations. And then later, the man comes in, sticks up the guy for money. And then, and how does the movie end? Well, I think that, like, they, I think that, how, how does the movie end? What do you think? Let's think about this. I think she falls in love with this guy. Yeah. Okay, that she wants to kill initially. Yes. And, and then her son is left out because she's like... But mom, I'm supposed to live in your pussy forever. Right. Now you want to fuck this guy's dick? My right. dick's twice the size of his dick. And this guy is uh, a gyno, and he's like, "I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna give you a fucking a D section." <laughs> so wait a second. You're saying his son, who works in the world, and then comes? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, this guy who wants to marry back her. to sleep at night. The, the human kangaroo <laughs> works a regular job. As a gynecologist. <laughs> he, he works as a gyno inside of her? No, out in the world. And then every night comes <laughs> back <laughs> to his mom. <laughs> to his mom's pussy. And then... You see what I'm saying? Of course. Because he's attached by the umbilical cord. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. You can only go so far. <laughs> he has, so, a, he has a, a gyno office right outside his mother's and head, bedroom. And the head doctor, the head doctor is always coming around like, why are you still working on this woman? You should yeah. be done with her. We yeah. have more patients. Yeah. And he's running around the whole right. hospital with her in tow. 
<laughs> like an IV, different... ba- like an IV. <laughs> working on all these other pussies, and then when the head doctor comes around, he turns around and works, pretends to work on his mom's pussy. Right. right. And Wh- then wow, he's like, I bet, like you, you know, you gotta keep going here. Like I don't know what the guy says. <laughs> And 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 the uh, the strain of the movie is the yes. the head of the hospital is trying to get him to go on vacation. Yes, the whole summer, and he's like, "And don't bring your mother this yes. time." Yes. Are you listening, Adam? We want to have this <laughs> whole thing, this whole riff, written up by next movie cycle. All right. Are you listening, Cadis? We need funding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit! Damn, man. It really, it's a really great sabotage that. You're that you're happen to be sick. I'm not sick. I know. I'm really not sick. Honestly, I'm really allergic to my dog. Mm. I'm more oh, allergic. Wow. I'm allergic more allergic to this dog than I was to Samson. Wow. So that's real. That's love, man. Well, it's because I love my wife and she loves the dog. No, I love this dog. No, I really fun. do. But she just she sleeps behind my head under the bed. Wow. There's like a little space behind my bed and she crawls in there every night and i wake up feeling like my lungs might collapse damn it that's tough dude you've never thought of getting like asthma cord or something like that i I have an old asthma pump that every now and then i squeeze even though it on the timer you know it has that timer it says zero 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 you actually went on craigslist and like you were like picked up a bag of old inhalers and you just no, Take it's, whatever's it's, in any of them. It's one of my son's like old ones from when he was like a baby from five years ago. But <laughs> I'm just like, I think it might work. And <laughs> how's your health doing? Probably good. I mean, yeah. I haven't had any problems. You to, you, you're like the kind of guy who like has insurance and goes to the doctor a lot. Well, no, don't go to the doctor. But don't go to the doctor. I haven't been to the doctor in years. How many years? Like. That's a great question. Even when you got sick, I remember you got really sick in the beginning of the pandemic. Did I get sick in the like? I didn't get yeah, sick. Yeah, you, th- you, remember you got sick and it, and you didn't and I know. Thought it. I had. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but I think I just weathered the storm out on that. I didn't go to the, see the doctor. No, I was just like, cause you know my family like our doctors. Yeah, like so I'll just be like, oh, what do you think? And they'll be they'll, they'll be like, this is what you got to get. Well, that. well, you just called me, so you're still alive. <laughs> Yeah, how's but, your sister doing? How's your uh, yo, your sister's kid? Your yo, that's uh, niece, been your, probably nephew? One of the, your nephew, my nephew. Yeah, that's been one of the best things in my life. How I old is say. he now? He's six. Oh wow, that's and, a fun age, man. Yeah, and all his whole life, like I've been hanging out with him. Yeah, consistently, of course. So it's been it's a great. It's one right. of the best things. Yeah, you're like his his uncle, fun, yeah. fun dad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. You and, doing um, you doing a puppet show? Puppet show? Yeah. No, you know what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Are you doing puppet? Bi- yeah. Yes. Epic. epic. Do you want to? What oh, about shit. I, I want to show. Do I you have, really have a video? No, I, I don't have. I have tons of content. You have puppets. <laughs> no, I have like all the storylines written, like pages upon pages of a story puppet lines. show storylines of our show of the real play, the real continuous game. Uh, that we've been having, like, of this, car- of this like, stuffed animal story. You write them down? Yeah, so, just to clarify the funny bits. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. I have, like... S- pay- since you started doing it with him? Yeah, I mean... When did you start writing them down? Like, in the when heart you- of it. In the middle of the pandemic, because, like, that was, like, my own only contact. So you're probably, you were doing it for a few months. You're like, I should write this down. Also, the thing was... When something funny would happen, Honestly, that's you gotta really see. Funny. When four-year-olds, five-year-olds laugh at something, it's special. You can keep 
hitting that beat I know that over note. and over and over <laughs> again. So like if I write down like 10 of the favorite funny things, I can be like, bring it up. He'll start laughing. Then he'll remember this other one. And it'll be like a cascade. Oh, it's like a sucker's audience, man. Yeah. That's... So that's one of the other reasons I was like, oh, this is what he's finding funny. Like, this is a repeatable bit, you know? Like, you know what? Maybe me and you should do a children's show. Hell yeah, dude. Honestly. That would be amazing. You know, I was watching, because uh, it's really simple. And I know yeah. other people who've been very successful doing it. I was watching uh, the introduction to Pee Wee's Playhouse the other day. Somebody uploaded on Instagram. Do you, did you watch that when yes, you were a kid? absolutely. I was infatuated with that show. And I watched it, and it gave me the same feeling in the gut. I was just like, I love this fucking show. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And it looks amazing. And to create something like that is not that hard. And you just have to have that that simple purity of laughter and like childlike humor. Absolutely. Same thing with like um, Mr. Rogers or something like that. See, Mr. Ro- I love Mr. I, I mean, I, I think the thing about the thing about all these children creators, I think, right. and, and Mr. Rogers might have said this in an interview himself, but like the hardest thing for all of these people who create chi- children's content is not molesting the kids. You got to keep your hands off of them. Yeah, and every every person in that world would agree. So you know what the problem with me is? I you know what happened to me, John? I grew up in like my father's nightclub and around like perversion, and I grew up yeah. around adult stuff. So like. When Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street came on, I felt like it was condescending. Yeah. I was like, like, where are all the pussies literally <laughs> hanging out? I was out? like, where's the tits, man? Well, like, it's true, though. But I really... I, Imagine I, raising your kids in a fucking kaleidoscope weirdo. Like, with like, No, I, I I think it's terrible. In fact, I've done my best to, like, protect my son from, like, perversion. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now I'm understanding why all the kids in my school are fucked up. Is that what happened to them? Some of them have trauma. Yeah, it's, you get over-sexualized as a kid. You get, uh, you know, shown abuse and violence and shit. That shit fucks you up. And the thing is, now a kid doesn't even have to be abused by their family. Like, they can go on the fucking internet, get to the wrong websites, and see the most horrific shit in the world. Yeah. That shit fucks your brain yeah, up. Yeah, and how <clears throat> come they're not sharing those links with us? Because <laughs> you're a narc, John. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but I'm serious. I really think like if you and I like used our brains and created some fucking That's what we got to do. <laughs> we got to start doing that. No, I I meant focused our brains. Yes, not absolutely. used. We use our brains we all the time. Yeah. But if we focused our brains on like a fucking a Pee Wee Herman show? type show. Well, you know, all I'm hearing is I'll get to use my guitar. Absolutely. They need a guy with a guitar on that show. Of course. Listen, of course, you need all like the the basics for the basics for happiness for a kid is giggles, yeah. funniness. So if I was like a pl- like if I was some type of animal and I was playing guitar like a big let's say kangaroo, you know, right. with a full-grown man <laughs> living in its pussy. It's John Guru. Yeah, and then I'm holding a guitar and being a <laughs> kangaroo. That would be amazing. <coughs> could we could we put some more characters in our show? Yes, absolutely. We're going to need all types of <coughs> What would Kevin Sanchez be? He would be some type of bear. <laughs> I was thinking he, was, he would a be panda a, bear. Bear. a panda bear. Yeah, Kevin would be a panda be bear. Good, or he would be like a, a deme- wolverine a de- or something. A, a demanda bear. <laughs> demanda it's a Dominican bear. panda bear. <laughs> yeah, he could be a bear. <coughs> Who else do we need? We'd have we'd we'd put Adam. I think Adam should be like a an owl. 
Yeah, I was thinking that or a, or a stork, a scrawny-ass stork <laughs> that's on heroin. Like, rickety, <laughs> just standing up on its wings, like falling over. <laughs> a skinny stork. Okay. A st- okay. All right. A stork. And then Colin. Uh, Colin Sick would be Jombie. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a head inside of a box that I we- forgot. I forgot that we are using this to rip off Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, cool. I think we gotta have like a like like some big character like the Gorgs from Fraggle right. Rock. Right. That's Piggy. We'll 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 have to go yes. ki- kidnap Piggy from his from his way. Yeah. Hey. That's true. I wonder what Piggy's up to. Um, I don't know. Has he never reached out to you? I tried many times. That's the weirdest thing, how he just decided to like you know, like, like go in the witness protection program leave? from our from being friends. Isn't it weird when people it, do that? It was very, it was kind of like weird. what I tried to do. Yeah, but you didn't disappear, and no. like you know, we all go through our shit. But like, I mean, listen, we didn't all didn't know each other very long anyway. But like, yeah. I felt like a very kinship. Yeah, to everybody, it was very. But I mean, we all know what happened. Yes, right? there was piggy. Yeah, I feel like. Can you re- can we remind the audience what happened? I, I believe I believe something happened with uh, his wife and him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You, you heard, know. What I, you you heard know. it here first, guys. Something happened. You know. <coughs> something happened. happened. And it, it had nothing to do with me. But. Yeah. And I didn't do it either. And it, it, was, <laughs> it was probably God. Kevin Sanchez. Actually, it, it might have been. Now that we think about it, it's definitely Kevin Sanchez did it because no, he was it, in a rivalry with it him. It was Adam Morris. That's why. Adam I, Morris. Exactly. That's yes. who killed Adam Morris. Uh, who killed Adam Morris? That's, we're finally bringing to light. <laughs> the reason why we got together tonight was to finally talk about what we... Do you remember we did a podcast and the, and the thing died while we were talking about Adam Morris? Just like it did tonight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Are you with us tonight, Adam? Adam Turn the I'm, light off if, you, if you're here. I'm really glad you're still here with us, even though you're actually dead in the real world. <laughs> but that you're here with us to screw the podcast up. Honestly, really staying... That's called on game. <laughs> so how's things with you and your wife? Good, you know. Yeah. It's just like you when you're together with somebody for like 12 years, right. it's just the way of life. It's basically like a piece of you at this point. Yeah. Right? It like is it's like again like the stability of like your life. So you it's like things things run because like the thing is running. Yeah. Right. Isn't that like Great to hear. Isn't that like the kind of answer that my, that my <laughs> I, girlfriend will be happy to listen, listen to? I mean, the truth is I just got married and my wife's in the other room. And right. that's honestly what life really is. Like, what do you think? Like, you're going to you know, wake up and be like, oh, it's the most yeah. amazing thing in the world. Why do you think people break up all the time? Like, yeah. why do you think, like, famous people cheat yeah. and fucking go right. on with someone else? Because, like, they get to that part. <laughs> because... You could be with the most beautiful, most amazing, most attractive, yeah. most brilliant person in the world, and eventually, you're just with yourself. Absolutely, yeah. right? No, for sure. You know why? Because at the end of the day, we're all the same fucking and then, person. I think like every interaction is, in some way, like an interaction with yourself. It is because we are all just talking to ourselves. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, that's like some people's beliefs, right? You know that. No, I've never heard of this. <laughs> in fact, I believe it as well. In fact, right, it's also based somewhat in right. in Judaism okay, and in every so other religion, Buddhism. It's <clears throat> we're all part of the same ah, entity. Ah, I see, like the net of intra. Right. So we're all just aspects of reality, witnessing yes ourselves. So when you find this other special person who you fit along with, and you spend enough time with, eventually you guys become so close that you realize, oh, we're just each other. We're mm-hmm. we're the same. 
Interesting. You understand? I, I hear because what you're that's saying. really just what reality is. It's just perspectives of life from another person's perspective. But we're you and I are the same person. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, this is true. This is, I think, um, that's what it means to be in a species. I don't... Because you and I are human beings, so no, therefore but, identical. I mean even more than that. I mean, like, just life itself. I mean, like, reality. I mean, like, a, my dog, Samson, who lived... Yes, like, for sure. You know what? You're right. <clears throat> like, we're all just... Like, like the sun itself. Like, seeing the sun, being a, like, being alive and powered by the sun, and then... Like we, you, that's the day. It's that is the day. We are all just reality, existing in whatever aspect of reality that exists, and witnessing reality from that point. And then there's God. God. Is so you're back point. to Scientology. You're saying <laughs> <No>. <laughs> only for my career. <laughs> <laughs>